Hi, I'm Andrew Belt from Patrizia, a leading partner for global real assets. I'm the editor of Estatements, a twice-yearly magazine which shines a light on key topics within the sector. And this is Patrizia Real Insights, Editor's Picks. The first Estatements edition of 2023 arrives in May, and we're teasing its release by sharing a couple of the infrastructure-related articles in this podcast. We'll also have some real estate articles from the magazine to share with you on the podcast soon. First, we share an article about digital infrastructure, and specifically our partnership with Sci-Fi Networks, which is bringing ultra-fast fibre broadband to cities in the US, which lack the digital infrastructure required to become smart cities. Surely the broadband market has been cornered already, you might be thinking. Well, not so. As our Estatements article explains, with insights from Patrizia Infrastructure Senior Director, Phoebe Smith, and Patrizia's Head of Infrastructure Equity, Europe and North America, Matteo Andrioletti, who outlined the mid-market opportunities in this space. Answering the need for internet speed. The Economist magazine loves the King James Version of the Bible. So did the authors Saul Bellow, William Faulkner, Herman Melville and George Orwell. The richness and dignity of the language of the 400-year-old version of the Bible still cause its musical sentences to ring out through the ages. If you're now curious about the attraction of the King James Bible, you can download its 750 pages free from the internet in under 15 seconds on a good broadband connection. If you tried it on a dial-up 28.8 kilobits per second modem, prevalent until the late 1990s, it would have taken you 1 hour and 22 minutes if the connection didn't break and you had to start it again. The need for speed in our modern world demands ever greater pipelines of connectivity to match our digital work and play worlds. Residents in the US town of Kenosha will soon enjoy up to 10 gigabit per second, which means if residents are so inclined, they can download the King James Bible almost instantaneously. However, as the internet has become a lifestyle requirement, residents are more likely to use their powerful new connectivity for business, health and entertainment needs such as streaming films or gaming. Remote work and education also require fast internet. Zoom and Teams video conferencing have become standard work tools. At the same time, applications like Oracle, Salesforce, SAP, and many other customer relationship management software demand a fast and reliable internet connection to function correctly. The fibre to the premises, FTTP, also known as ultra-fast full fibre broadband, being rolled out to Kenosha residents and businesses as part of the recently announced Fibre City Network project is also future-proof. Kenosha's fit with sci-fi. In case you are not familiar with Kenosha, it is a city of a tad under 100,000 residents anchored on the shoreline of Lake Michigan, some 60 miles north of Chicago. Once an industrial town that had grown prosperous on producing cars and trucks, Kenosha firmly became part of the Rust Belt when the last factories closed in the early 1980s. It has since transitioned to be a bedroom community where weary workers lay their heads after taking advantage of the city's proximity to Chicago and Milwaukee for work commutes. When you think of the US, naturally cities like New York and Los Angeles are what first spring to mind, but cities like Kenosha fit with Sci-Fi's business model, which is to target what the company describes as tier two and three cities. 
Sci-Fi Networks is a fibre network provider making a name for itself by privately funding, building and operating city-wide, open access, 100% fibre networks. This is a European-style model, explains Phoebe, a senior director at Patrizia Infrastructure. Sci-Fi was one of the first open access network providers in the US. That's still not a common model there. And we were excited by the opportunity to bring that model to a new market because we think it fundamentally makes sense. That's how you should be building infrastructure. The opportunities Sci-Fi Networks identified include that fibre coverage in the US is still reasonably low for a developed market. Its approach to making citywide agreements married well with the philosophy of Patrizia to create smart cities. This includes closing the digital divide by providing fast fibre to every premise within the city, not just picking the wealthy or central neighbourhoods. Sci-Fi targets Tier 2 and Tier 3 cities, which are often overlooked by big network providers. The need there for faster communication networks can be more acute because no significant fibre footprint exists. From Fullerton and beyond. The relationship between Patrizia and Sci-Fi Networks started in 2019 with an investment in Fullerton, California, which lies to the southeast of Los Angeles near Orange County. The investment in Fullerton was a precursor to further projects in Salem, Placentia, Simi Valley and Rancho Cordova before the latest deal in Kenosha. The attraction for us was that it was open access on a whole city level. So this means it's open to multiple ISPs, that's internet service providers, and the city itself can be a customer on the network. Having connected homes and offices with government functions, you can then enter an agreement with the city to provide smart city services. Having a network that reaches the entire city area means Sci-Fi Networks is in a solid position to offer a full range of smart city services to the community. Without that scope, any sensors installed, for example, to measure traffic flows or air quality, will only be measuring selected locations. When complete, the Kenosha Fibre City project will provide 10 gigabit-enabled speeds to 40,000 residents and businesses. Construction of the approximately 700 miles of fibre is expected to be completed by November 2025. Among the benefits this will provide is that it will enable consumers to have a greater choice of internet providers and pave the way for Kenosha to become a smart city, with nearly half of its population under the age of 35 High-speed internet will be vital for supporting the economy in Kenosha, which is transitioning to become a services-based economy. Patrizia is financing the project through its Smart Cities Infrastructure Fund, SCIF, the world's first dedicated smart city infrastructure strategy, backed by a €250 million Euro commitment from the Dutch pension fund APG Group in 2018. APG added to its original position with a €500 million Euro commitment three years later. Telecom's projects need to be future-proofed. With Patrizia embarking on this pioneering strategy, you could be forgiven for thinking that this was the investment manager's first involvement with broadband infrastructure. This is not the case, however, as Matteo Andrioletti, Patrizia's head of infrastructure equity, Europe and North America, explains. Telecoms and broadband infrastructure has been on our radar as far back as the early 2000s when we backed some highly innovative communications companies. Our first fibre investments were in 2002 when we backed a project in Australia to provide fibre connectivity across the Australian Capital Territory region and the state of Victoria. A 
Around the same time, we also backed the creation of the leading media infrastructure and technology company in the UK that provides much of the infrastructure behind television, radio and wireless communication in the country. From these experiences, we've identified telecoms as an essential service to get the economy running. We've been following the evolution of telecoms from the dot-com bubble of the late 1990s to the turbulence of the global financial crisis of 2007-2008, and now, most recently, through the global COVID-19 pandemic. We've seen that telecoms projects need to be future-proofed. And working with Sci-Fi, Patricia is actively future-proofing such projects. Sci-Fi has already identified more than 200 cities that could become fibre cities in the future and bring fibre to over 10 million households across the US. Patricia's relationship with Sci-Fi is not simply project-related, as Phoebe attests. We've become long-term partners with Sci-Fi and are delighted to be continuing our relationship with this sixth city in Kenosha. From the US to Asia-Pacific now, the second infrastructure article we're sharing from the Estatements magazine considers the sustainable infrastructure opportunities which exist in the region. Decarbonisation is one of the four megatrends driving investment activity right now, and there are a few parts of the world which recognise the importance of this megatrend more than Asia-Pacific, or APAC as it's known. The effects of global warming are keenly felt in APAC, and more advanced than in other parts of the world. Against this backdrop, the desire to invest in sustainable infrastructure is strong. Summarising the situation, in our Statements article is Patricia Head of Infrastructure, Australia and Asia, Saji Anantakrishnan. After an eventful 2022 for investors, 2023 is shaping up to be a pivotal year. With inflation having surged to multi-decade highs and interest rates rapidly increasing, central banks will have to perform a delicate balancing act to avoid plunging economies into recession. While contemporary factors remain front of mind, the 2023 investment environment for infrastructure, both in the Asia-Pacific, APAC region and globally, will continue to be influenced by secular trends. A raft of extreme weather events in 2022 across APAC and other regions is likely to offer a tailwind for assets that generate sustainable outcomes, while the pandemic-era drive for digitalisation is showing no signs of abating. Against this backdrop, APAC sustainable infrastructure continues to offer attractive opportunities for investors. APAC's Infrastructure Outlook There are a number of drivers underpinning the investment case for APAC sustainable infrastructure. The positive demographic story, with both a rising middle class and urbanisation rate, will help underpin a robust pace of GDP growth relative to regions such as Europe and North America. Likewise, fiscal funding gaps are likely to remain a challenge for heavily indebted governments. This is especially true given recent increases in borrowing costs, which, barring an unexpected exogenous shock, are unlikely to revert to ultra-low pandemic-era interest rates anytime soon. As with the broader global economy, economic growth in the APAC region is expected to slow over 2023. Correspondingly, the investor appetite for infrastructure in the region may tilt to assets with reduced linkage to the economic cycle as investors worry about a material slowdown in global growth. However, on a relative basis to the rest of the world, 
It is expected that the APAC region will continue to post GDP growth above trend, with growth expected to accelerate in the second half of 2023. Infrastructure investors with longer-term investment horizons should look through short-term volatility of macroeconomic factors and continue to favour investments which align with the longer-term fundamentals of the region. GDP growth, a burgeoning middle class and urbanisation are all driving strong demand for infrastructure. Infrastructure investors focused on near-term stability in cash earnings and assets with availability-based payment models where the owner receives an agreed periodic fee not linked to patronage, are likely to be insulated from bouts of economic weakness. Similarly, classes which tend to exhibit rigid demand profiles can also offer enhanced defensiveness. Social infrastructure, which includes education and healthcare, is a class that can offer such benefits. Social infrastructure is a nascent space in the APAC region, not only in emerging economies where rising household wealth has led to expectations of better social outcomes, but also in highly developed countries where social infrastructure public-private partnerships have started to gain traction. Case study, ITE College West. One asset where Patrizia has taken action in the social infrastructure space on behalf of its underlying investors is at ITE College West, a leading post-secondary education institution in Singapore. ITE creates opportunities for its students to develop their skills and knowledge, increasing employability and promoting lifelong learning. The asset was the first social infrastructure public-private partnership in Singapore and the first education project in Asia developed with an availability-based payment mechanism. Various state-of-the-art facilities assist around 13,000 students on campus, including a functional hotel and restaurant, enabling practical work experience with industry partners. Since the ITE acquisition in 2019, the Patrizia investment team has endorsed and supported management initiatives to reduce emissions, including the installation of rooftop solar panels on campus and implementing various digital initiatives such as chatbox technology to assist help desks, digital payment enablement and an energy portal monitoring system. We also continue to see an increase in dry powder accumulated by managers in Europe and North America, which can increase the impetus to execute transactions and increase competition for limited assets. This has been more prevalent across strategies with a large cap focus, broadly speaking transaction enterprise values in excess of $1 billion. By contrast, dry powder levels remain relatively low for strategies with an APAC focus, providing a more favourable backdrop for deploying capital. The Sustainability Challenge The APAC region will be at the forefront of the global sustainability challenge. Its high reliance on fossil fuels and acute exposure to climate risks will require resilient infrastructure. While the region's rate of decarbonisation remains materially below the global average, sustainability themes continue to increase in popularity. Although the developing state of the region's renewable energy infrastructure presents a challenge, it also offers an opportunity for private capital deployment. We believe emerging opportunities exist in sustainable generation amid the transition towards renewable energy sources. These include wind, solar, hydro and biomass, the expansion of transmission and distribution networks, the development of storage solutions for energy such as lithium-ion batteries, and hydrogen energy infrastructure. Emerging opportunities 
A recent global surge in digital transaction activity globally reflects the world's increasing digitalization megatrend, which remains a key theme across the APAC region. Digital infrastructure can generate sustainable outcomes through smart city technology by improving transport efficiency and reducing energy and water usage. Assets such as data centres, subsea cables, towers and fibre networks are essential to providing communication services and facilitating the associated data consumption. This is particularly so given increased urbanisation. For example, a city may collect and use data from its residents to understand how people use the city. The opportunity is especially compelling in emerging APAC nations where there are low levels of internet penetration and high affordability barriers. Smart metering systems are another emerging form of digital infrastructure. For example, smart metering for networks can help identify system leakages and predictive maintenance, as well as provide more granular information to both suppliers and end users. Singapore is a trailblazer of digital infrastructure transformation in the region. In 2014, its government announced plans to become the world's first smart nation, aiming for a whole-of-nation digitalization. More recently, it completed work on creating the first digital twin of a nation. Taiwan is another, with the government looking to create an Asian Silicon Valley, requiring an estimated $30 billion in infrastructure investment over eight years. Amid a broadly challenging market environment, we believe the outlook for sustainable infrastructure assets is more attractive than ever, with numerous benefits such as inflation protection, stable cash flows, and a resilience against volatile economic cycles due to its essential service nature. These benefits are further enhanced by the decarbonisation and digitalisation megatrends, as well as demographic changes such as ageing populations and urbanisation. A favourable demand-supply imbalance also enhances benefits. When combined, all present an extremely attractive set of investment opportunities for private capital in the APAC region, while simultaneously generating positive, sustainable outcomes. You've been listening to Accelerating APAC's Sustainable Future, and before that, Answering the Need for Internet Speed. Two infrastructure-focused articles from our upcoming edition of Patrizia's Estatements magazine. We will follow this podcast with a two-article read-through of real estate content from the magazine in a few weeks' time. The magazine will be published on our website, patrizia.ag, in mid-May. And as well as the infrastructure articles narrated on this podcast, there are articles on bioenergy's role in the energy transition and the resilience of infrastructure debt. So keep an eye out on our LinkedIn and Twitter channels to be the first to access the statements and read those too. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.